like to make a small apology at the start of this episode. I was supposed to release this on the 20th of May, and I didn't because I screwed up the scheduling. And uh, Simon came on the episode, did a great episode, was a fantastic guest, um, plugged his show, Blah Blah Land at the Brighton Fringe, which did incredibly well, and then I didn't release it in time. So, I mean, he had been on before and he had mentioned it, but still it's like he came on specially to do that and was a, was so amazing for the whole episode and I screwed it up. So, uh, please, please, if you can find it in your heart to forgive me, um, you can tell me about your forgiveness by leaving a five-star review on, on iTunes. Not that I deserve it. Do it for Annie, if not for me. Um, now, next week, this episode is coming out on the 3rd of June. And next week, the 10th of June, there will not be an episode released because it will be episode 25 and there will be a very special live stream starting at 6pm uh, GMT or British Summertime. Whatever, six, six, just 6pm, 6 just normal 6pm. I can't remember if it's GMT or British Summertime, whatever. Um, at twitch.tv slash live. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes. Check it out. We've got loads of amazing guests. Um, it's a live stream, so I can't release it at the wrong time. And uh, you're going to love it. Tune in then. Uh, Twitch.tv slash live. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Contrived and Insufferable, the only podcast that's considered the revered word of God by Papua New Guinea Highlanders after their high priest chanced upon a photo of Sam Ray that Google threw up as a 99% match while searching for pictures of Pumbaa from The Lion King and saw him in the fulfillment of a prophecy that their messiah would return with a chin the shape of an old man's buttocks. Enraged by the sacrilegious little beard that concealed the hallowed cleft, His Holiness proposed they lure the target into a romance with a sleeper agent who would coerce him into removing the offending hairy protrusion. Many of the Highlanders expressed concerns that since the agent was blatantly out of the, their target's league, there was no way he'd be dumb enough to, to believe it was a legitimate relationship. And even if he was, uh, even if he was, would surely cotton on when told how handsome he'd look without his little beard. Nevertheless, the plan was set in motion, and the agent, whiting up and passing himself off as wealth woman Annie Harris... Uh, now the Highlanders eagerly listen to every episode for news of hair removal, all while playing their equivalent of the contrived and insufferable drinking game, wherein they sacrifice a chicken each time Sam complains about the plot of a movie, cleave an infant in twain when he shoehorns in an obscure word just to show off that he knows it, and set fire to a neighbouring village if somebody mentions Simon Goodway. Should the plan succeed and the sacred chim dimple become exposed, the Highlanders intend to celebrate with a great parade where they all don giant papi mache Sam Ray heads and march through the streets singing Hakuna Matata. <laughs> well, we've got new good, well, good news. Good news, Highlanders of Papua <laughs> Uh The beard is gone. I am... Do you know, I hadn't noticed that. I am a shaver. Are Until you serious? You, yeah. <laughs> <Do> you <know? laughs> we did a show together yesterday, Simon. We spent a lot of time looking at each other. Yeah, I hadn't noticed. I made him well, shave it off. Where where the hell is this dimple you've talked about so much? I, I think, it's just a normal chin. Well, this is right? the thing. I think I was... Last time I didn't have a beard, I was a lot less fat. 
So yeah, but <laughs> I think I think I've <laughs> just you got fattened out your dimple. I've just got a chubby face now. I don't know. I don't, chin dimple is the last place fat would grow. Surely, I mean, I, you'd have to be really obese for fat to grow there. We'll have to because uh, Sam and I are now working on being a lot healthier for a very important project that's coming up in a couple of years' time. Yeah, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, but I, we can obviously let people know as the as the dimple develops. Yeah. Um, have a yeah. live dimple live, update. Yeah, dimple. We're going to start its own <laughs> Every week. Twitter have its dimple, account. Dimple corner. Uh, at at contrived dimple. dimple. Contrived dimple. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these intros I've been writing for this. Yeah, I've been sort of uh, insulting you for your chin dimple in them. Yeah, which I've got no evidence for other than the fact that you've told me you've got yeah. one. So it, it's not much of an insult, really. It's like, yeah. oh, you have got a stupid chin, apparently, according to you've you. You've got kidneys. I can't but, see them, <laughs> but you've told me that you've got them. I definitely do. But I can't. I can't insult you for that anymore. No. So, sorry. I He's got know, a lovely chin. I need some new material. So oh. I made him shave the, the the beard off, and I'm allowed to do that now. When's this episode going out? Uh, I can't remember. It, Can uh, it was in three weeks. It was the twentieth, in fact, because yeah. I checked to see whether I'd be able to it's plug our fin show in it. <laughs> so I guess we can tell our podcast listeners why I was able to make you shave your beard off. Yeah, because I'm his fiance now. <gasps> she is. What? How exciting! How exciting is that? We I are... feel I should say congratulations, even though I already knew, but. <laughs> Yeah, podcast listeners, we are officially engaged. On behalf of all the listeners, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Simon. And uh, I told him that I wanted to see what he looked like without a beard because I'd not seen it yet. And You I just wanted to check that before you yeah, confirmed you were willing to, to check, marry him. Yeah, I wanted to check yeah, that my uh, future husband had a chin before I married him. And it wasn't just a ploy. It's like when all the when beards go out of <laughs> fashion. Chinless fiancés. Uh, beards go out of fashion and lots of women realise they're in, involved with men who are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because oh, they, no. they just had big beards um, I think you should see what else you can get him to shave off just to confirm what other parts oh, of I his have. body look oh, like oh we think well n- nobody knows who either of you are or who I am in fact that's true I, should we finish I the straight intro into, straight into intro mode <laughs> you're, you're engaged congratulations who are you <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, I'm confused about which two of us are engaged now. I don't. Who, who knows? Nobody knows who anyone is. Two I, of the people on this podcast are engaged. Find out who after this break. My name is <laughs> Sam Ray. I am the host of Contrived and Insufferable. My co-host and fiance and fiance. Hi. Went from from unofficial co-host to fiance. Well, unofficial co-host to co-host to co-host and fiance. Yes. I've really bumped up through the ranks. <laughs> Quite the promotion. Thank I've you. noticed Annie is billed as co-host, but she's also listed as one of the guests. This is on the this is a episode. problem. This was this is a, a sort point of, of contention internal, in our relationship. This was like an internal <laughs> conflict with me because I was listing I was listing her as a guest because I didn't want it to not be obvious that you you were on it. Mm-hmm. But then when we were like, oh, you're the you're one of the hosts now. You're yeah. the co-host. Yeah. Then I shouldn't be listing you as a guest, and I think on some of the recent ones I haven't. No. But yes, you're right. It well, is... We need to update all of the stuff on social media to be like Sam Ray and Annie Harris, yeah. which we have done with the most of them, but yeah, not yeah. our SoundCloud, as we found out the other day. I yeah. was like, host Sam Ray. <laughs> Just host Sam Ray. <laughs> so we updated that on Spotify, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so we've updated that. So I, yeah. And also, it's on my Twitter bio as well that I'm the host yeah. of the Contrived Pod. So it's true. So we're just going to do some admin for this. Um, sure. Yeah, it's just a nice I'll, admin I'll just sit and wait. Ad- yeah. That's fine. We're You'll get around to me eventually. Yeah. Uh, our guest today is Simon Goodway. You may have worked it out already. Hi. But here he is. How are you doing, Simon? I'm all right. It's the been, intro king is back. It's been a very busy weekend, and I'm knackered. Yeah. And I was going to spend today sort of relaxing because I've got I've got this, and then I've got a show this evening. Yep. So I wanted to be ready. 
And then my computer didn't work, so I spent the day trying to figure that out. Fuck. And oh. not, I've not, so I don't know how I'm going to do any work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, sorry. good one, babe. Because I've, I've eliminated all the things that might be the problem. Oh, shit. Um, we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll do some <laughs> It's we'll an some admin IT. and tech support yeah. podcast yeah. today. Um, yeah, my... Um, I, I am actually going to explain the problems no, if you've got any do. ideas. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Go on. Um, there's no picture. It's making the, all the right sounds. I think it's booting up. Right. But there's no picture. None at all. None at all. Not have any of the got, BIOS stuff. Have you got multiple video outputs on your... Yes. Yeah. I've got two monitors both plugged into different ones. And nothing. And nothing on nothing either. either of them. So I thought the problem was the graphics card. Yes. But I also... I still have my old graphics card, so I switched that back in and still nothing. So that... I've eliminated all possibilities. Is Unless it's maybe the motherboard is... Blow. Yeah, but then you might not. You uh, well, the does mo- it beep at all when you turn it on? Um, and you, I, I don't know if it normally beeps because you because sometimes when there's a problem with the motherboard, uh, there there'll be like error code beeps. Right, no, there weren't any the, beeps that there are normally. Beep. Um, oh, that's a tough one. It is because if the PCI controller has gone, that is the motherboard. Yeah, um, but it would still be making post. It would still go through the motions, but then it wouldn't be able to access the, right. the graphics card. So it might be the motherboard. Ugh. That's tricky. You that massive well, nerds. <laughs> listeners, if you've got any ideas, I mean, if, if, if I've still not fixed it when this goes out, then I'm yeah. screwed because I've got, done is no there, work for three weeks. Is there no onboard graphics on the motherboard? There's no VGA out I on the motherboard? I don't think there is. Yeah, probably not on modern motherboards. It's not on modern motherboard. So that, oh, that okay. increases the risk that... That it's blown. It's yeah, about ten need, years old. You might, yeah, you might need a new. Yeah, might need a new motherboard, which means a new processor, presumably, because yeah, the socket will be different. Yeah, um, a new RAM, brilliant. Yeah, is that like, a, is that like a clutch going on a car? It's it, kind of the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. or like a sump or something. It's Just the like, thing oh, that everything fuck. else is plugged into. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, you need a new brain. I do. Yeah, oh, at least well, motherboards themselves aren't too expensive. Should be alright. Yeah, it's more the faff and then not being able to do any work for several days yes, probably that is annoying Piss. well welcome back to IT support <laughs> contrived and insufferable um, Sam does do a lot of uh, computer stuff in his day to day job and I think he's getting bored now and just tends to come up with different ways to answer the phone when his colleagues call him so it's like Pizza Hut delivery complaints line or um, Sam Ray appreciation society nope. yeah there's some, there's some good ones there are so this is an improv podcast um, this intro is all out of order today. Yeah, we like we came in the, a, a peek behind the curtain, listeners. Um, Annie and I have our second non-human guest on the show. We have a little. You're not fruit. referring to me, there. Not no, I'm afraid not, Simon. We consider you a human. I would do you I'm, the honour of. <laughs> that's the actual, nicest thing anyone's ever said. Actual to me. human, Simon actual, Goodway. Actual. <laughs> that it should be how you introduced me. <laughs> Just to clear it up, we, we have a different, a little doggy sitting in the corner. He's a very sleepy he's boy. He's very, very sleepy because we were at um, we were at Bark in the Park today. It's like a dog day, like a dog fate. Yeah. All the parks have quite a lot of bark in them. That's, That's true. Yeah. This was a, this was especially. Although there wasn't a lot of barking, they were very well no, behaved. Dogs. Were very but good I'm, dogs, I'm, yeah. I'm in like the trees. Oh, we see. Ah, very, very clever. Good. Yeah, very, very good. Very good. Nice. We like a bit yes. of wordplay here. Wordplay. No, it was uh, organised by the Sussex University Dog Walkers Society. And it was like a just like a fundraising day for the society, and it had like a, there was like a raffle and a dog show and food trucks and all this sort of stuff. We took some flyers because that's the kind of vibe we're going for for our wedding. It's just pizza trucks <laughs> everywhere, crepe trucks, that sort of stuff. Yep. It's going to be delicious. Um, and Buddy, our little furry nephew, um, competed in the cutest pup 
part of the show. Unfortunately, he did not place. No. No. They were cute to put. They were, they were. He was up against some very stiff competition. There was a very beautiful collie pup that actually didn't win anything. No, that and was I was, weird. I was like, that was completely rigged. That was that was like that collie was robbed. Yeah. Because it was by a league cuter than the yeah others. and also there was another because uh, buddy is a carver poo and there was another carver poo but like 15 weeks old like a little tiny baby bear and it was adorable and she didn't win anything either no. so there were some travesties of justice absolutely do you think some of the dogs had been sleeping with the judges <laughs> i suspect i couldn't yeah well the, the dog that did so. win was a great dane puppy and it was already the size of a small horse yeah, wasn't it was it? huge it's humongous so it support dog talk this admin. is admin. Um, I'll tell you another thing about my computer issue. This is what happens when we record the podcast on a Sunday. We're all just so sleepy, just like <laughs> yeah, tech support, catching up, productivity. But <laughs> until I've got my computer up and winning again, yeah. I can work on my laptop. Yeah, but it would mean getting stuff off my hard drive in my computer. Right, and I can't think of a way of doing that because it's not one that plugs into a laptop. But you can get. An external. I could get. I could get a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to order a thing. So yeah. Get. Yeah. There'll be like USB yeah. things, and you can. I plug. could probably get that from Amazon Prime. We've and that definitely turn up got a multitude of things here. We might even have the thing you need. I haven't got. I haven't got a hard drive. I've uh, got a hard drive. No, no. Like this, because you need Shell uh, the, the uh, to take a three and a half inch hard drive out of the an internal one and plug it into something that can connect to another machine. Oh, I see. Without having to put it into. I understand. Machine. Anyway, carry on. Um. This is not an IT support podcast, nor it is, is now. this a dog talk podcast. Ruff. This is an improv podcast. Now, to facilitate improv, uh, to have a division between the real world and the fantasy world, uh, in the center of the table is a device that, when struck, makes that sound. I'm glad the dog can't hear that. He'd, He'd be can't. going nuts. He would, yeah, that would be very annoying for the dog. <laughs> uh, we could put a little pair of headphones on him if he wants to listen. <laughs> I think he's okay. He's oh, he's yes, okay. because you can hear, only hear it on the headphones. Yes. I thought, oh, is it some special frequency that dogs can't hear? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, he is conked out over there anyway. Yeah. So at any him. point, if any of the listeners... Uh, no. This is a disaster. If the listeners want us to start a scene, listeners. if you want us to start a scene, ring a bell we <laughs> and we will know. We should do that in the live stream. There should be some way that listeners can ring a bell and oh. ask us to do a scene. Oh, we'll work. You know, we'll work something. Admin. Admin. Um, if any, at any time, any of the participants in the podcast want to start a scene, they can ring the bell like so. And we start the scene. And when we'd like to edit ourselves, for those of you who aren't familiar with the term edit, it basically means get your fuck, uh, get, the, get yourself the fuck out of the scene. Ring the bell again. Like so. Anyone at the table can do that. Doesn't have to be the participants in the scene. And away we go. And away we go. So here we are. We've had a fairly busy weekend. Not as busy as you, Simon. I've had a very busy weekend, yeah. What have you been doing, Simon? These are all shows that happened in the past, even for us, and even more so for people listening. But I still want to talk about them. Yeah. On on Friday, um, I went all the way into London town. Blooming heck. That blooming London. I know. (laughs) Uh, Streets were paved with gold. Had tea I'm with the pissed. Queen, Ooh. and then went to do um, a show at the Hoopla Improv Festival. Uh, Lodi da, yeah, hosted by Monica Gaga. Uh, yes, who is a good friend of mine and an absolute all-round babe. I'm told she's an excellent improviser. She is. I've not seen her improvising, but she's she was a good host. Very, very good improviser. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was on Friday night. Then back home late. 
up quite early yesterday to spend three hours in my shed singing Be Our Guest in a ridiculous French accent. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that. That needs further explanation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that slightly knackered my voice. Um, and then uh, after that, yesterday evening, um, we did Scoops, the monthly cabaret-style improv show yep. uh, in which I performed with the increasingly inaccurately named Ben and Simon do improv together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which this time was me and Ben and Rick and some guy called David that I'd never met. Oh, he's great. He was good, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also with The Old Lemons Throbbed Fiercely, the well-known P.D. Woodhouse-themed improv troupe. That's right. It was a good show. It was. Uh, I really want to do an improvised Columbo. That's something that we need to come back to as well. We've talked about this. We've been watching a lot of Columbo. We need to talk, come back to how we do improvised Columbo. I don't think it's going to work. No, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Simon will help us. Simon's good at that sort of stuff. I don't think I've ever seen Columbo, but I'll be happy to throw it's in some suggestions standard, based on nothing. It's a murder mystery, but instead of like a who done it, it's more of like a how does Columbo catch? The- oh, they show you at the start. Yeah, right? they show yeah. the murder and the murderer at the beginning. Yeah, and then you have to watch how Columbo solves the mystery. Yeah, it's always good every time, but there are some definite stock moments now that we're like, hmm, this would definitely work. How can we sell this? And I'm thinking. My mum loves Columbo, so we can definitely tap into like so the middle one, aged. That's one person. We can definitely tap one. into yeah. like the middle aged audience of people who love Columbo and yeah. comedy. Like, hmm, how can we make money out of this? Did you that never watch it spring? growing up? No, never. Jeez. The first time I watched Columbo is with you. Oh. I wasn't. I didn't. And also, you mentioned it on the podcast, and I was like, "That sounds like a really good TV show." I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Then we started watching it. Now I'm obsessed with Columbo. So podcast listeners can listen back to the episode where I was like, what's Columbo? (laughs) Now I'm obsessed with Columbo. Well, it sounds like you've hit on a real money spinner. I don't know if you should be giving away that idea. Yeah. Someone might steal it. I'd edit that bit out. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, we'll take that bit (laughs) out. Well, hang on. You're saying that it's not going to work. And then suddenly, as soon as it's a money spinner, you want to keep, you want to take care of it. I want that moolah. I need that green. Yeah. Well, with girl saving for a wedding. So she's got to come up with some weird ideas. Dollar dollar bill. Hi, buddy. Uh, Y'all. Oh, you want to come and sit with us? Oh, you're so sleepy. You got to sit by my feet, good boy. For for listeners, there is a sleepy puppy. He's very sleepy. He's very sleepy. A sleepy puppy, puppy and three sleepy humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a roast uh, today, at least. So that has that's true. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knocked the wind out of us. Yeah. Let's no. so have some sleepy improv, guys. Let's just do some... <sighs> Um, I'm really sleepy. Yeah, do you? Uh, can I? I want to go to bed. Welcome to my shop. Have you got any beds? No. This I is, want a uh, pillow. This is a. This is a chemist. Get your sweet corn off my Have skateboard. you got sleeping pills? Yes. I don't need them. I'm already really sleepy. <sighs> Have you got unsleepy pills to wake me up? Caffeine pills. Caffeine pills. Yes, they're over there next to the deodorant. Oh, I'm so. too sleepy to go all the way over there. I'll just go. To, I think I'm going to have a nap. <laughs> and that's why there's no such thing as sleepy improv. Nope. It's how I feel today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens in the scenes where we're not intentionally being yes, sleeping. Let's hopefully, fire it up. Come on, high energy, guys. Hopefully we'll start recording in the in the midweek going forward. Lots of podcast admin today, and we'll have a bit more energy, but at the moment we're just recording exclusively on Sundays, and yes. sometimes recording episodes back-to-back. 
So usually by the last one, <laughs> every four weeks or so, we've got one podcast that's like, yeah. I don't fucking, I don't know. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> yep. You need to schedule those ones so the most high energy guest is the last one you record. So that's they a good make shout. Up for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's At true. the moment, the guest has the option of choosing which one they want, but now we should... We might change the booking. This is a very administrative. Yeah. It is if you're podcast. if you're interested in podcast admin. I don't know what you should do really. Keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> or just rewind back and listen to the first fifteen minutes of this podcast. It isn't like this. Um, my my uh, favorite podcast network, uh, Duckfeed Network, um, do mainly gaming and and popular culture stuff. Um, they have Q and A podcasts fairly regularly, so mm-hmm. they'll do like the they called it the WAF dispatch because it's watch out for fireball anyway anyway doesn't matter and they answer these kinds of questions about admin and things and like a, a few people in the comments are like oh this is boring and I'm like oh this is so interesting yeah, yeah. right oh, organising a podcast because mm. it's like two it's two main guys and one of them does most of the admin and he's got all these systems all of his spreadsheets doesn't like, sound familiar in the slightest yes <laughs> so what you're saying is that you're in the minority in being interested in the stuff that we're talking about yes basically now. yeah create the so, stuff that you want to see though create what you want to see yeah yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. hear boring podcasts you can listen admin. back to this even if nobody else does yeah sometimes when I uh, fall asleep I'm actively looking for boring podcasts because if I listen to something that's too energetic or yeah. too high octane but then I also find the ones that are specifically designed for sleep very annoying as well yeah yeah so it's always like and now we journey into the south of France oh the south of France I love it there. that's my favourite place <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much. That's the only options that you have with yeah. podcasts. So sometimes I'm actively looking for like admin discussions. Sam listens to a lot of videos about like trigonometry to fall asleep and yeah. I find them intensely relaxing. They're very oh, good. They're good to go to sleep to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maths, maths uh, tutorial. Oh, videos. Simon, he's nestling under your leg. Oh, he is. He likes you. No, he's leaving now. Oh, I think he can smell cats. That's why. Ah, uh, could be. There's also a wig on the desk. There is a wig. The wig was involved in the famous... April Fool's prank of 2019 2019 in which Annie pranked herself (laughs) (laughs) Ben Tucker got into our bed and uh, wore a wig he also pranked himself somewhat yep because he got a few little kisses and a little snuggle from Sam I'm sure he had a lovely time I can't imagine him (laughs) minding that at all we told him that we got engaged last night and he was like I guess we have a winner then I was like (laughs) 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 a clear winner I think there Ben yeah right I'm going to inject some energy into this I, I I need to explain further about why I was singing Be Our Guest yes. in oh, my yes, show. Yes. Yeah, I do. So there's this creepy American family on the internet. Um, um, just the one. Uh, well, this one <laughs> this specifically. This specific one, right, yeah. Um, the LeBarons. Uh, creepy in as much as they're all sort of perfect people and amazing singers. And it's like, what happened to the members of this family that couldn't sing that well? What have you done they're with them? They're in the loft. Uh, yeah, uh, you slightly wonder. Yeah. Um, but they're all amazing singers, and they made this video of them all standing around the sofa singing One Day More from right. Les Miserables, mm-hmm. which a um, friend of the podcast, Elena Kerrigan, mm-hmm. uh, became obsessed with. She certainly is. To the point that we had to do a recreation of it, she decided. Yes. Every time that, uh, for the Contrived and Insufferable Drinking Game, every time you hear Elena Kerrigan's name, you either have to go to Spain or eat some calamari made by Franco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In that case, for for the sake of the listeners, I'll try to avoid saying her name again. Um, but um, yeah, then then it became a thing, and we're going to do one occasionally, and we just did be our guest. So a load of us congregated and and did that for three hours. Can we play it in the break of the podcast today? Yeah, amazing. So yeah. you'll hear a little bit of that in our break. Uh, can we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't see why not. It's an original recording, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the song itself is copyrighted, I guess, but um, we'll 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 see. <laughs> You'll find out in about twenty minutes, listeners, yeah, whether we'll we put it in the break that. or not. Um, to you were singing this to uh, Elena's daughter. Yeah, she was playing the role of Belle, and um, <laughs> that was for me. Whilst I enjoyed the performances, yeah, and I enjoyed the singing. What I enjoyed enjoyed most was the bored, distant. She look. was very bored by that point. She spent three hours <laughs> sitting very patiently at the table being provided with sort of plates and bowls which had nothing in them. Yep. <laughs> it was like the it's worst like restaurant in the world. Um, I love her like eye rolling and her yawning and yeah. just her looks at Elena just like... It's like, mommy, can I go? <sighs> I, think, I think she's just relieved it's not one day more anymore. I yep. think she got so sick of that song. At least it's a different song. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. I really want to do this. It sounds like so much fun, but I'm always teaching singing, funnily enough, when you're doing it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm kind of involved with it, but in a completely different part of the city. I'm doing something silly somewhere yes. else. Well, you could time it so you're doing the same song and sort of Skype oh, it in. Oh, that would be really nice. I'll get all my kids to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. Excellent. Um, the Have you seen... Um, now, I can't remember his name. There's a comedian. Johnny Fishface. <laughs> no. Harry Potatoes. Thomas no, Ch- Demi. Chuckleman. Demi, and he's got an African Demi surname. Demi Moore. And I... A what? Surname? African. And I... <laughs> can't remember how to pronounce it and okay. I don't want to butcher it no um, he did a video Lovato no uh, he did a video about the 21st Quaver 21st of, he took that Earth, Wind and Fire song do you remember oh and he does it on that? every yes I have seen that he does it every 20, 21st of September and he's changed it to do you remember the 21st of September anyway okay anyway. I've got no idea what you're talking about anyway, but sure just in every, the last one yeah. it, it, he ramps it up every year like people turns out people just kept asking him on Twitter what the new one was going to be so the last the most recent one had a children's choir in it singing singing this song so I think you should get a children's choir like Annie has regular access to regular unfettered access to many singing children and the children all of which have releases for being filmed that's true yeah they all do yep so. Unlike Elena's daughter as far as I know but we did well if her mother was there was there so I guess that counts as Sort of tacit consent, I guess. I guess, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, Elena organised the whole thing and brought her child, so if anything... If she didn't... Yeah. If she wasn't, like... If she wasn't it. consenting, she was going a really fucking bad way about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yes, I'd like to bring my daughter to um, your your school. Hello. Hello, um, right. Well, well, we'll need your consent to do that. Um, well, well I, I'd, like to, I'd like her to attend classes and Hello. to learn things. I want to learn how to read, please. Uh, she can't read yet. Right. She's... I'm afraid we can't do any of this without your consent. Yeah, yeah. I need to do so my the, ABCs. Yeah, she needs ABCs and... Yes. Um, I, appreciate, I appreciate the need for that, but yes. without the mother's consent, I'm afraid there's nothing we can do. What's a square? See, she doesn't know anything. I'm, I'm she looks very stupid. So I don't know if there's much we could teach her, to be honest. So can you teach her? Uh, not without your consent, no. Well, I'm not... Well, let's let's work up to that. Okay. So if you teach her some stuff, and then I'll see if I'm going to let you. Right. Teach I mean, her. I, I it, well, I'm not comfortable with this. If I teach her what a square is, and then you don't give your consent, I could go to jail. You know that. Two plus three is eight. Oh no, God, no, no, it's not. See, God, see what no. I mean? No, I, 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 don't I'm not feel, allowed to correct her on that without your consent. But you feel, I, oh God. Two plus three is five, you stupid child. Ha, got you. Jail. Damn. <laughs> Absolute jail. Horrid. That's the danger. 
What a dangerous situation that sounds yep. like. Yeah, I have access to many singing children. We should definitely work that out. Yeah. That needs to be a thing. They actually did. They were very kind and allowed me to be Maria from The Sound of Music a couple of weeks I ago. I saw some yeah. wonderful pictures and... Spinning. Spinning, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. And so did they. I showed it to them yesterday on the laptop and they were very happy with their work. Did you do, just do a recreation of the entire film or something? Uh, we did like an abridged sort of right. like 45 second version of the film. So okay. it was like me spinning around... Uh, and then uh, running through the the chapel, we were filming at we work at Rodine um, uh, School, very fancy girls' school in Brighton. Uh, and normally we hire out their theatre because mm-hmm. they have a theatre on site. But uh, on the last day of term, we it was being used for a hiring company, so we were put in the chapel and all the studios around the chapel instead. Um, so we used the chapel and the courtyard and stuff around there to film a, a 45 second parody of The Sound of Music lovely and we did all of that in 45 minutes they, we, they helped me they did all the camera work they planned the shots for me uh, one of our head girl of the school played the mother abbess she's the one shaking her head and telling me I need to go in yeah. uh, and uh, go and did, work for the, the captive children they unionised the yeah. camera they did they yeah. got catering and all the honey wagons and yeah. all that sort of stuff cool. yeah. it looked like you chose to mainly do the nun bits rather than the Nazi bits yes yeah, yeah I thought that that I thought the Nazi bits might be a bit weird. Uh, so we just did sort of skipping and guitar playing and um, hugging and laughing. I mean, I think that's all I watched as a child anyway. I think did my mother used to be like, it? they get married. It's like, that's it. That's the end of the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I quite understood what was going on. And I don't think till a little bit, little bit later on was I allowed, not allowed, but just kind of finally internalized what that meant. Um, I read somewhere actually on a Sound of Music uh, movie trivia website because that's how I spend my time on the internet. Um, uh, Hang on a minute. You spent the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking about admin and computer support. So (laughs) um, pot kettle me thinks uh, on a Sound of Music trivia site that the spot that they would have walked, they walked over the mountains in the film that they talk about walking over the mountains in the film. Had they crossed the mountains, they would have been led to the foot of the foot of the hills on the other side was a a really popular, uh, one of like Hitler's biggest bases, basically. (laughs) So they would have walked like straight, straight into, into his camp oh just God. like hi hello it's sort of like walking into the equivalent of like Churchill's war rooms but they could have walked over there and like taken them all out and ended the war yeah that's yeah. true alternative ending yeah amazing oh. a remake that ends both, like that both wielding double M16s yeah mowing down Nazis I'd watch that yeah definitely uh, at college when I was doing very serious music very serious 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 music now there's a thing in in the especially in music i don't know how i don't have much experience in the other in other fields of creativity but there's a thing in music where music commenting on something is completely removed from from any kind of criticism and like you're allowed to say anything in music there's this thing right so that expressed itself during um my my two years at the brit school as um we had to do a project and write a piece of i think serial music or experimental music Inspired by the Holocaust. Uh-huh. Right? Right. Because at, at the time, I was like, I was a f- relatively woke yeah. 16, 17 year old. Yeah, your mum's pretty cool. She's yeah. pretty woke. And I was yeah. like, is this cool? This doesn't seem cool. But you can't actually comment on anything with music because it's just a series of noises. That's the thing, isn't it? So that's always the argument in a way. But then if you think... If if we think music has any power at all, then surely mm. it has a responsibility, hmm. as well as that. If it has power, it has responsibility, right? Yeah. But how, yeah. How how does a piece of music comment on the Holocaust? Well, like there's uh, instrumental pieces like um, uh, "Threnody for the Victims of Hiroshima" by 
someone can't remember Johnny um, Trousers ben, uh, Penderecki I think Tomato it is Tomato Chutney Man Pender- I think oh Penderecki yeah, the, the Penderecki which version. is like a really like it's this huge <laughs> th- huge remix. thing for strings and it's really dissonant and it kind of like it's about Hiroshima but is it though because it's just a series of noises well, you could say it's about anything yeah. well, then, a seri- any series of noises could be about anything like, yeah, yeah. As talking so this, right well now. that's part of the discussion is yeah exactly that can instrumental music be about something that's a separate discussion but and so they got us to do this thing of writing making a piece of music about the holocaust and they we went to the holocaust exhibit at the imperial war museum yeah which was extremely moving mm-hmm. and heartbreaking and poignant and all those things and we were supposed to sort of come back to school and do oh, it was create music about create it. music about it that's interesting though yeah unless it's like i think it was very badly handled Mm. If it's like the the theme tune of some mother's them where it like is a message in Morse code, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Then then you could comment on something. <laughs> well, well, there's like music that fits fits the scene. Like an example I always give for good intro music is uh, Steptoe Son. Yeah, because it's very simple, it's very silly, it's very light hearted music, but it sums up the kind of decrepit quaintness of that show. Yeah, and if I said that is a commentary on the Holocaust, then you could say it's in some way inappropriate, but you could just say, no, it isn't, and then it's fine again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you set out, you set out with the explicit brief to do something about something, then you are kind of, I don't know, you're you're getting in the bath with that idea, aren't you? Mm. It's... uh, Interesting. Yeah. Because I think that, I mean, I, I feel like some, I feel... I don't know whether I'm sort of overcompensating here, but I feel that we're taking away from the fact that literally anything can inspire anything. Yeah. I mean, as improvisers, we know that a single word can inspire like two hours worth of content. Yeah. So to say you can't create something, not that you can't, but like it's difficult to create something, piece of music based on the Holocaust feels sort of counter um, against our responsibility, I suppose, as artists and creators. Yes. Um, well, I don't think you can't do it. I just think it's, yeah, a no. sens- it's a sensitive thing and it would have to be considered and not be a school project. Yes. Uh, Dave, this, uh, this piece of music you've written for the new Hovis advert, yes. um, I'm a little concerned. Right. Um, I'm interpreting it as a uh, vindication of the crimes of Pol Pot. Yes. Which it's not really what I intended. Well, I, yeah, I'm just really offended that you feel that he was justified in all the massacres he was no, this involved is, in. I'm, I'm more talking... Of, this is more about sort of Stalinist... He killed pur- a lot of innocent people. Yes, but no, I was actually thinking about the Stalinist purges when I, when I was writing this. Really? Yeah. I was getting Pol Pot. Um, there's, there's some Maoist stuff in there about mm. the, the starvation in China under communism. Is that, is that maybe what you're getting? It, it could be. It could have been that, yes. It could have been that. I I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, I thought honestly when I I was nervous bringing this to you because I thought you were going to say it wasn't appropriate for uh, you know a, a two and a half hour orchestral piece. It's a little longer than we were hoping. Yeah, but I got re- you know I started working on it. There was you you told you gave me the imagery which was like cobbled streets sure. and you know old old Britain and family values, and I just sort of kept going and ended up at the Stalinist purges. Okay, I mean I can see how you got there. Mm. Um, it just it just doesn't it doesn't say to me the bread's got lots of nice grains in it, which is really I see. But Pete, but like that was sort of where the um, the starvation in China came from, is that right. they, they didn't have enough grain. So ah, they, yes, I see. So they died. So I sort see. of saying that Hovis is the opposite of um, of of millions of people dying. You know what? I wasn't I wasn't reading all that into it. Now you've explained it. Yeah. I think it's absolutely perfect. Brilliant. 
Thank you. Fine. I look forward to seeing it on TV. <laughs> I was more than happy to just observe that one. <laughs> Watching you boys do your magic. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did a three-person scene last night for the first time in ages with Sam and Rick. Oh, you did? I did. And it was overwhelming, actually, really? I think. A little bit, because you two are so... Well, you two are so good together on stage. And perhaps you maybe rick felt the same way there's that we are we are a couple and we have our own right. i wouldn't i wouldn't say that like rick in no way expresses to us and not that rick would because he's so chill about everything but like i feel like when i got up on stage and realized it was me you and rick i was like shit but sam and rick are so good together right i feel like i'm just going to be an accessory to this oh. but then also we have our own chemistry obviously yeah. being future husband and wife so it was a bit it was a bit of a strange sort of like energy battle it almost was. in a way it didn't feel like a struggle but just sort of a, a balancing because i started this i started off the stage and then i sort of got myself into it and then once i was in it i was like i have no idea what's going on here and just sort of ended up playing a dickhead which i really enjoyed yeah, yeah. sometimes i just really like playing a dickhead it was a fun scene yeah it was a fun scene it was fun to do but i haven't done a three i just what the point i'm trying to make basically is i haven't done a three-person scene in a really long time i mean i think you have on this that's true yeah Yeah. that's very true yeah and i think that's often but there's not the pressure of the scenes that you've got different relationships that you've got to negotiate yeah there's not the pressure of a live audience here well no true yeah so it was i think it felt much more urgent than it than it normally does here um so that's why i was just like actually i'm just gonna let these two hash this one out about Stalin and Mao and Holgrain. Um, this is a really important scene for them to just go in at them, themselves. Oh. Yeah. It, it felt important to it me. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Doing Super it. urgent. Yes. It was very urgent. Yeah, because we've also done two-person scenes together on stage and they've yeah. always been really fun because it's just the kind of shit we get up to at home. Yeah. Just the, the chatter and the horrible characters that upset <laughs> each other so very much. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. O made a, a feature on the podcast quite recently oh. with our guys from Black Cherry. I hate, I hate. Annie has a character called O. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. I now. hate. Yeah. It's horrible. O is horrible. I won't do him today just because I'm tired. <laughs> but O is some sort of like hunchbacked man with like creepy claws that just makes noises. And I always think that he's sort of like a sort of a boarding school janitor kind of oh just God. like stumbles around what an excruciating detail <laughs> <laughs> why thank you <laughs> kind of imagined him to be a bit like um finch from harry potter you know with the right. cat yeah yeah he reminds me of dumbledore is that one no well i mean he no, reminds he me of no. is dumbledore Mate. is good and pure <laughs> he reminds me of finch is the Hagrid. filch sorry not yeah. finch filch is the, is the caretaker no i know harry potter's no you don't You're clearly an expert i'm an expert yeah there's a bit with a flying car Yes, there is. Yeah. That's in the There's second film. There's a bit film. with a tree that tries to pick someone up. Yeah, that's in the third film. There's a bit where a rat turns into a man. That's the third film. Oh, have I just seen the third film? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, the uh, the second film is the car. Oh, right. I think. Yes, I think. That's yeah, and then true. the third film is all of the ones you just said, the yeah. tree and the rat. Right. And the Maura's map with the little footprints. Remember? Yeah. No, I think I got that far. Oh. Well, if you've seen the bit with the tree, you've seen with the bit with the map. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. You've seen two and half of three. By the I think we it. need the other, the latter half of three. Right. <laughs> I think we need to uh, sit down and have a little marathon 
I maybe not Philosopher's Stone because I've seen that one a thousand times. I've always gone. Let's have a Harry Potter marathon and just end up watching the Philosopher's Stone over and over again because I always. But isn't that the worst one? Well, it's because none of them know how to act. It's the first one. They didn't get that much better. All of them, to be fair. (laughs) I actually grew up with characters from Harry Potter because they uh, the actors are the same same age, if not like maybe a year older than me. And the first Harry Potter film came out when I was in my first year at secondary school, and then the second one came out in my second year, and so on and so forth. So I kind of grew up with the characters and went through school with them, yeah. really. So I have a real deep affection for the Harry Potter films. It is an odd series in that way. The people who grew up with it, like, loved them all and grew up with them. But if you come to it now, the early ones are, like, for aimed at 10-year-olds. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I can't read the rest of the series. I'm yeah. not mature <laughs> enough. I've got to wait three years and then pick it up. Yeah, but it very much you very much grow up with the characters and the, and the content grows. So they, I think they've been very clever in that they grow. The content grows with its audience. Yeah. But not only Silence. only if you read it at the appropriate rate. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I really loved it. I just have a very soft spot for Harry Potter. Yeah, I could watch it again and again. Would you like that, Han? No, I think you oh. should have a Harry Potter themed wedding and honeymoon. You could go to the no. Wizarding World. Oh of my Harry God! Potter. Yes, that no. would be amazing. No. no. When I walk down the aisle, the ET theme. No, <laughs> get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't know. One of kids. our friends walked down the aisle to the Back to the Future theme. The doors opened. It That's was like, I was like, fuck yes. Was, it, was he marrying his mother? Because <laughs> that would make sense. Well, no, my friend is the my friend was the bride. Obviously, I'm now friends right. with her husband as well through her. But um, he walked into the the theatre where they got married, the opening theatre, with his mum, which was really nice. She walked him down the aisle to go and get married, which yeah. I thought was really lovely. And then Natalie walked in on her own. Did she walk in with her? No, she walked in with her dad to the Back to the Future theme. I thought that was very fucking cool. And then they left to You Make My Dreams Come True. Boop. Boop. I won't sing anymore, just in case we get flagged up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice 80s jive Little for the 80s wedding. Little 80s jive. And on that note, we'll take a short break. Bye. Bye. So We're back. Here's, here's, here's me singing Be Our Guest, possibly. Monsieur, mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as the dining room proudly presents... Your dinner. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, shall we? Welcome back to Contriving Insufferable. I'm your host, Sam Ray. I'm here with my co-host, Annie Harris. Hello! I'm here with special guest, Simon Goodway. Hello! We are high energy. High energy! So high energy! energy. We, we spend the break taking cocaine. Does that make you high energy? I don't know. Yeah! Yeah! The dog has tangled itself up in the headphone Oh my cables. god! <laughs> what the, the dog fuck? is literally dying <laughs> as I watch. The, it can't you breathe. <laughs> the dog has tangled itself. I think it's dead. Sam has killed the dog. He's just standing there like, what The energy's I do? gone right back what down now. Do? We've killed a dog live on the podcast. There we go. I, you I, are uh, a silly animal. We'll, we'll bury it afterwards. Earlier on, we were at the Bark in the Park. Oh, he's chewing his balls. Good for you, mate. If I mean, if I could do that, I would, definitely. You could. Get down, though. You won't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we were at the uh, Bark in the Park earlier on, we were... God, he's having a really sensual lick. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> 
all right, mate. <laughs> I can't see it from here. The table's no, in the way. No, you don't There's... worry. It's all right. It's fine. I feel like I'm missing out. No. <laughs> when we went to Bark in the Park earlier on, I went over to one of the food stalls to get some uh, lunch for me and Sam. And he was on Sam's lap. And I came back and he saw me coming and sort of jumped towards me with excitement of like, you're back. But he was all, all his lead was like tangled up around his little doggy ankles. And he just sort of exploded in like midair. He was so confused. Was. Like jumped forward and realized he was tangled up in a net. Oh, there you go. I love how he's got his lovely expensive bed, like two feet away from him, and he just decides to lie on the floor. Yeah, they're like that, though. You get, like, Weird. I've tried buying expensive cat beds and absolutely no interest, but a cardboard box loves yeah. it. Henry is... Simon, it's me, Henry, your cat. Henry! Yes, I I've got to you. talk. That's wonderful, but I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that. <laughs> okay. I've got you something really exciting. Thank I think you. you're going to love this. Excellent, Father. I'm glad to hear yeah. it. Yeah. It's the most expensive toy on the market. It is a, a robot chicken oh that gosh. runs around the room. You can catch it. You wow. can play with it. That's amazing. £4,000 it cost. £4,000. Yes. That, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Can I have the box? The box? Yes. The, but it just came in a regular cardboard box. There's nothing. Ooh. Oh, tell me more. Well, it's, well it, I mean, here it is. It's just brown cardboard. Father, this is uh, amazing. Father, you have brought me the finest box yeah, I've ever it's, seen. It's just a normal box, honestly. This is amazing. Like, here's the, look, here's the robot chicken. Look at it. Flapping its wings. Yes. It's going to lay a little that's... robot egg, I think. That then another robot chicken will hatch out of. Oh, my God. It's, it's self-replicating. Yeah. That's sort of terrifying in it's a way. incredible technology. However, the box. The box, yeah. Let's hear some more about this exquisite box. I mean, well, it's got six sides, like most boxes. Amazing. Um, just brown, brown yes. cardboard. There's My very little to say about it, to be honest. colour of box, Father. It's got robot chicken printed on one side. Oh, lovely. Um, I do like an annotated box. Yeah. And anyway, Father, I'm going to take my box to that corner and sort of chew the edges Okay, of can you not chew the receipt? Because I feel like I might want to take back the chicken. I've already eaten the okay. receipt, Father. Right, £4,000 if that's the number I said before. Yes. Down the drain. That's right. Right. Good day. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yep. Yeah. I don't think that's how Hen- That's not how Henry talks. No. No. How do you, Does Henry have a voice to you? Um... Not really, no. no. Um, do you not talk as Henry? Uh, I, 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 I have done, but I usually do it in an intentionally inappropriate voice. Yeah. Sort of like this or something. <laughs> um, just a creepy to old me, man. he's kind of like, hello, like me. You look at him, he's yeah. like, mm, I was going to say he'd talk like a Teletubby, but do they talk? Yeah, they do. They make oh. sounds. Yeah. yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. yeah, he's very, he's not yeah. the bright. Uh, oh, that yes. kind of thing. He's not, not the brightest crayon. pitched than that. Yeah. He's not the brightest crayon in the box, is he, Henry? He's not. So I've got this idea for a kid's TV show. Okay, go far away, tell um, me. It's called The Television Tubbies. Okay, yeah. And yeah. they're sort of Love eight, it. Yeah. eight feet tall, Great, kind wonderful. of plush, furry yep. figures. Yep, they've got sure. a little television in their, in their Love tummies. It. Love so it. So they've, they've eaten televisions? Yes. No, no, they're, they're sort of, um, they've got like a TV panel uh, sticking out the front of their stomach so they can show. I'm worried that we're telling kids that they should eat televisions. Well, I mean, the nutritional value in a television is very we'll low. We'll just put a disclaimer at the end. But, uh, okay, fine. The, thing, the only, only little detail I haven't worked out yet is the voices, because need, they need to talk, obviously. They need to How about, I am the television, Tubby. Watch my television on your television. I like it. Yeah. What yeah. about, oh, you slags. You fucking little slags. Get over it. Oh, that's really good. That's TV. really engaging. Yeah, yes. I like it. Yeah. Like we it? are the television, Tubbies. You will do as we command, or we will shoot you in the face. 
I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. That. yeah. yeah. These really, are all really like ideas. grabbing hey, them by the... Hey, here's the thing. Yeah. We have like four different ones and they can all have different voices. Oh, that's true. And then we can do all of those. Well, what's ideas. the different characters of each of those television tubbies? So there's um, there's uh, Drugsy. Drugsy, yeah. He takes... So he's more like, yeah. give me all your fucking money. Yeah, he gets yeah. angry at things. There's yeah. um, Secrets, Secrets-y, yeah. who teaches kids that it's good to keep secrets. Oh, right. How do they talk? Secrets. Yeah, well, I mean, for the say the kids at the beginning, that's definitely going to grab the kids' attention. It is. I like that. Yeah. I like I it a lot. Um, and then there's Knifey. Ah, Knifey. I can tell he's going to be a firm he's family favourite. Yeah. He's got covered in sharp metal mm-hmm. and knives and things and oh, okay. jagged bits of steel. And how he do you think he'd great. sound? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah? Solid. Something yeah. Like Last one. I'm looking to you. Uh, yeah, the last one. Well, I was. I've been um, brainstorming this a bit. Tell me. Um, I thought we could have um, a sort of. Um, 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 oh, what's the word? Uh, Philanthropist. Uh, that's not what I was thinking of. Um, what's the sort of like um, octopus god? Kind of men's right activist type people, like, ne- like a neckbeard, ah, like a edgelord. Yeah, uh, white knight. Sure, edgelord. Type. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go with that because I can't think of the word I was like thinking a fedor- of. Fedora lord. Fedora lordy. Sure, yeah. why not? Like a fedora lord children's mascot I love it so he can complain about the position of men in society yes tip his fedora and say my toddler how you know just feminism is trampling over men's rights that's and, right and yeah. destroying God, he sounds great. the patriarchy that's such a good message to yeah. give yeah do you like that mm. sorry I'm rubbing my eyes because I'm tired not because no, I hate no, the no. idea yeah I love it it's yeah fun. see these are long meetings They're, yeah they are extremely long meetings I didn't bring any biscuits I'm sorry I didn't bring any biscuits to the meeting I, I meant I didn't have time to pick any up I mean yeah I wasn't going to say anything but the only reason you've got this job is because you bring biscuits I understand you bring the jammy dodgers I bring the dodgers yeah and I bring the ideas and the hobnobs the ideas honestly are fucking terrible we, oh. we humour you we go along with the ideas because we like the biscuits if you've not got any biscuits I've had 11 shows made no yeah. one has ever well, made you bring really good biscuits no one has ever brought dark chocolate hobnobs to a meeting before that's why oh okay I didn't know they made those well I'm, I'm sort of insulted and upset but I'm also so you basically I can bring you any old shit but as long as I bring good biscuits yeah but you've, you've not bought biscuits so this television oh no it's not going to get made no. no we're just going with the bog standard uh oh oh <laughs> I'm not happened. even bothering leaning over to bring the burning more. I just point. At it like, Hello, fiance, do this for me. Yeah, no, it does. I tend to point at stuff generally, and so I'm like, Sam, get this for me. Yeah, sorry. That's how marriage works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I right, by the way, in thinking that as of this episode, I am your most, um, I'm going to say, popular guest? Frequent <laughs> would be a more Frequent, accurate yeah. word, but, but I'm going with. Pop- I think so. I'm going to spin it as popular. Popular, yes. Yeah. Definitely popular. Excellent. Episode five, fifth, fifth appearance. Excellent. Well done. Is it? Yeah, kicking Ben Tucker and his four episodes out of the park. Ha <laughs> ha. Ben Tucker. Yeah, there's a clear winner now in yeah. both Sam's love life and professional life. I haven't seen hide nor hair of Tucker on the podcast for a while. No. No, seen him in our bed. Though. Well, he's tried to get in on a few of mine, but I've been like. I've done it with you, mate. I want to do it with proper people, or ideally on my own. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rick I mean, this is... still hasn't been on it yet. Rick was going to do this one with me, but he got a better offer. Oh, really? Yeah, did he? Fucking man. Was it? Yeah. A... He's gone into yeah. London to play with his other improv friends. Oh, oh. Yeah. fancy boy! He went to the May Day's retreat, made some new friends, Aww. and now he's chosen them over me. Oh, well, good for Rick, though. Well, yeah. 
great. Good for Rick. Good old Rick <laughs> with his other friends. Oh, I'm hoping to get more up to London when I'm feeling a bit more, like better and like chronic fatigue and having chronic pain and fatigue is is no joke. And uh, I'm really hoping that I can spread my improv wings a little bit more and sort of get out of the. I don't want to say cage of Brighton because it's definitely not a cage, but just the the bubble. I think is it's probably a, a better yes, way. It's a bubble. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely a bubble, and I'm looking forward to uh, broadening my horizons a little bit. Having said that, listeners, Brighton does have an excellent improv scene. Oh so yes, if you're, <laughs> if you're <laughs> the whole ethos of I'm this sick podcast of working is working with these yeah. Brighton improvisers. I gotta get out like, of this. As a as a performer, you often you're seeking more. And more, but as a consumer yeah. of improv, you couldn't do much better than no. your spoil for choice. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a very good idea. I'm always far too lazy to go anywhere but Brighton. Yes. Yeah, um, I have chronic but, fatigue, so I have an actual excuse. Like for years, though, yeah. I thought it was laziness, or I always got called very lazy, and now I have an actual excuse to need to sleep quite yeah. a lot. For me, it is lazy. I've suddenly become a lot more. Um, or a lot less lazy. And mm-hmm. I think I think I must, must be coming out of the other side of a like seasonal affective disorder that I didn't know I yes. had. Yeah. Because <laughs> suddenly it's got sunny and I'm doing loads of stuff. I spent the winter just sort of holed up in my loft room under a blanket watching Netflix. Yeah. And now suddenly I'm like, I'm going to decorate my front room. I'm going to put some <laughs> shelves up. I don't know what's happened to me. Oh, that's definitely, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely season related yeah. for sure. We've been the same though. I had a little bit of a spring clean uh, binge on Easter Monday, didn't I? Yep. After we'd been away and we told our families that we got engaged and we got back and I was like, I'm an, enga- I'm an officially an engaged woman now. I need to clean the house and make sure it's very beautiful and lovely um and i you know got down on the hands and knees and like hoovering skirting boards and that sort of stuff and dusting all the corners i was like bloody hell what's gone into me the joys of spring yeah spring mm. that's right yeah what would it be like in places where they don't really have seasons like anywhere near the equator or oh yeah or the, like, finland or somewhere yeah. where it's just I well, guess. I guess that's well. Somehow society's managed to continue to survive there, so I guess it can't be that bad. Yeah, it must mm. be confusing for the bears when they try and hibernate for the winter. <laughs> oh, what time is it? Oh, oh. oh looking at the sun, I think it, it, it's summer oh, or maybe. winter or autumn or spring. It's one of those. No, it's very confusing. No, it was summer um, the other day. I think it's winter now. Uh, oh, winter now. I'm going to sleep then. Wake me up when you think it might be spring. Okay. Do you want to play a game of Scrabble? Yeah. Let's play Bear Scrabble. Oh, no, I'll get all the tiles out. Yeah, Here we go. just got the letter R. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I dropped them all. My paws are too big. Oh, my paws are too big. I'm, too big. I'll stay up for this. I'll we'll like play a game of Scrabble. No, you I'm, go. You go to sleep, Uncle well, S- Uncle Simon. We'll wake I'm, you up. I'm worried that you won't know what time it is because I tried to fix the clock, but I accidentally put summers in it instead of springs. Well, your paws too big, Uncle Simon. <laughs> that didn't help either. Wait, oh no! Wait, we need to go back. I think everyone missed that joke. Let's go back over. It. I'll do it again, shall do I? It, please do it again. I was trying to fix the clock, but I accidentally put summers in it instead of springs. Oh, Uncle Simon! Uh, Very good. I totally missed that. Well done. For the listener. The joke there, right? Yeah. Now, is the word spring can refer to either the season or the small piece of twirled metal used to... um, Welcome back to Contrived and It's Us. We're the only uh, podcast to mansplain clocks to you. To... uh, what do they do? Can you fucking stop? What do springs do? Bounce. They bounce. 
and you coil. Know, there must be a better way of explaining it than that. I guess they, they store... They allow you to... They store potential energy. They allow you to move if you are otherwise just a sort of red ball with a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Or a small bird inside a wooden clock. Yes. Oh. They're invaluable. What a sad life that must be. To be a small bird in a clock. Yeah. Oh, it's so dark in here. Oh, I wish that I could have some friends. I'm so cold. It's so dark. Here. I'm a little spider inside the clock. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, it's nice to have a friend. If I make a, 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 a web off of you, will yeah. it get ruined every time you pop out? I don't know what you're talking about. What is this pop out? Do you not pop out? On the hour, Some, I thought that's what clocks did. Sometimes the Birds big, clocks the did. big gates open, and sometimes it's this big burst of light. But I don't. It's all a bit of a. Blur, You're meant to really. pop out when it happens. I don't. Really, it's a bit of a blur, really. I, it's all a bit overwhelming. I don't know what happens if I pop out. I don't know anything about it. Who's so, making all that noise? <gasps> Shh, it's the owner. Who's making noise inside this clock? Who's, does, does the owner not know that there's a bird in this clock? I don't, I don't think. You're meant to pop out on the hour. Spider noise! Spider noise! Spider noise! See, I feel all dizzy and disoriented. I don't Everything's know what... back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little bird. So every time it pops out, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no control over it. Yeah, must be a nightmare. Like a birdie seizure. Hey, is there anything in the news? Um, no, nothing I can think of. No? No. Because I was looking on the Argos <laughs> website today. Oh, were you? Argus. Yeah, the yeah, Argus. Not, not the Argos. Argus. No, the Argus website. Getting some storage. No, I was I was just seeing that there was a, a story about a great improv show that looks really, really interesting. Anything to do with me? Um, if, if no, not. no, I don't think it was. Mm. No. <laughs> I can read the article to you if you like. Please I've got do. it here. Please yeah, do. Please do. So the headline is Improv group Tea and Toast Recreate La La Land For Brighton Fringe That's in no way true No um, Not really We stole the name it's But I mean your show's nearly sold out So they've done you a massive favour With the marketing there Yeah this should sell the last few tickets um, But that's the headline Brilliant And then it says Tea and Toast is always a winning combination And now an improvised comedy treat With that exact moniker Will be performing at their first ever Brighton Fringe Jesus Christ it's Awful isn't it Jamie Walker spoke to Simon Goodway from Tea and Toast about their show based on a hit Hollywood movie. It's not based on a hit Hollywood movie. No. Um, the rest of it is just the questions he sent me in an email and my answers. Um, it's so brilliant. He's not done any work other than that famous, awful bit of writing there. Famous improv group. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but that's on the Argus website. It'll, it'll still be on there somewhere. I hear you've got out. a pretty big gig coming up on the 30th of June as well, Simon. Um, yes, I don't really know what that is, but there's something on the calendar with a question mark. It's just a gig, I think. Just, just a gig. Just a little gig. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Tea I... and Toast are going to be performing at our engagement party because that's where we met. We yeah. met at one of their gigs. I'm really excited. It's going to be very sweet. My mother is going I... to be overwhelmingly confused by the concept of improv and musical improv. I've been trying to work out how much credit I can personally take for your relationship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like... You're both you're both part of the Brighton improv community. I feel like realistically, you'd probably have come across one another at some point. Yeah, that's true. But we hadn't met up to that point. No. somehow I wanted to come to. Uh, it wasn't so much uh, tea and toast. Uh, why did I go to the tea and toast specifically? Did somebody invite me? I think I just somebody said, "Oh, it's happening," and I, I was like, "Oh, I'm not doing anything that night. I'll go." Yeah, I, I wasn't going to see anyone in particular. 
Seems like you feel like you need to come up with some elaborate explanation yeah, for why no, the hell I did just, I go to a yeah, Tim Toe show? Why would I do that? <laughs> no one would go without a really good reason. <laughs> I just fancied some some music. No, I, and also a musical jam. I really fancied as well because I hadn't done any musical improv for a long right. time. So I fancied going to a jam. And then that was the night that we were first we were first in the same room as each other. But then we first spoke to each other about a month later at a Scoops gig, and that was another time I wanted to go to a jam. See, and, tea and toast shows would probably happen if I didn't exist because tea and toast existed before I came along. Oh, whereas Scoops wouldn't, so I mm. can take more credit for that. Yes, yeah. in like the alternative universe, the sort of it's a wonderful life oh, <laughs> universe yeah. where I was never born. <laughs> Then that 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 night wouldn't have happened. You can take some credit, Simon. I, I'll take credit for now, but you know, like once this relationship goes to shit and you hate one another, <laughs> uh, thanks. Simon. I might step back. From... We, uh, I mean, I should say that we did quite a lot of the hard work as well. Like we did all the flirting and the, yeah. you know. Oh. I'm not saying you two don't get any credit. Just that I get most of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. We oh, get like ten percent each. Yeah. Simon gets the rest. Fair enough. Uh, in other news, a parrot that was trained by drug dealers to alert it. Uh, alert them of police presence was detained by police and is refusing to talk <laughs> so snitches get stitches <laughs> that parrot ain't no snitch good f- good for you <laughs> that properly made me laugh earlier on stick to your uh, you know stick to that's your a loyal parrot yeah, yeah. they're loyal famously parrot. loyal aren't they are they they're loyal pets yeah now, Polly, we're gonna go over this one more time What? where were you on the night of the 15th Polly no, that's your name. That's not an answer to the question. Serial number 6472, Frank Lieutenant Polly. Right, I mean, there was a murder on Arundel Road. There were some feathers found at the scene of the crime. So this is very serious. Come on, Polly, don't fuck about with us now. Serial number 6472, Frank Lieutenant Polly. Would you like a cup of tea, Polly? Polly wants a cracker. I'll get you a cracker. Here's your fucking cracker, bitch. Now talk. I- but serial number 6472, rank lieutenant. Polly? Right, now you're... Hello. That, that's very good. Very, very well done. That is cute. But, Hello. Um, no, no you're, you're the bad cop. Don't I say mean, that yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Goodbye. You're... <laughs> We're not getting anywhere here, <laughs> Sergeant. It was him. It was... So, what? him? Who? Who's him? The, 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 this guy. What the, the fuck are you talking about, it you stupid him. bird? He did it. No, I didn't. Polly. Sergeant Stevenson. Yep. Did the murder. Don't right. listen. Well, why was your feather found at the scene of the crime? Yeah, Polly. He's... Explain that. A feather thief and a murderer. Polly? I'd always suspected you of being a feather thief, Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard to say, It was it? very hard to say, yeah. <laughs> well done. Very Thank well you. done. I mean... Right. No... You're Shut up, bird. You don't know nothing. You don't know shit. I've got his fingerprints here. No, he, she hasn't. The little seal. I'm going to dust your head for fingerprints. Yes, that's right. All right. They're all over it. I, right, Stevenson. But I carried him into nipped. the room. You're, I carried the bird into this room. You're going down. You certainly no, are. No, no, no. Stop it. No, get off me. Get off me, you bastards. Polly. Well, I guess I need another partner now, Polly. Excellent. It'll be like Turnham and Hooch, but with a power. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to solve so many crimes. Polly, goodbye. <laughs> I don't like that story Very as enjoyable. much as the one I found. <laughs> Very enjoyable. But it is a good story. The one didn't have any parrots in it. Oh, uh, well, no, that's true. I got to swear a lot in that one. I liked it. So I measure the goodness of a story. Number of parrots. Yeah. Or swearing. It's a fairly reliable oh. indicator. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't like Harry Potter. Harry Parrot. 
Oh, if it was Harry Parrot, I'd like it. Good Polly, Polly want a cracker, Polly want a cracker. You're a parrot, Harry. That's from that. So just a rewrite of Harry Potter, but it's exactly the same. But the word Potter is replaced with parrot. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Voldemort just like parrot. What was the first Star Wars film that had Kylo Ren in it? Was it whatever episode? Oh, I've not seen seven. Yeah, seven. I want to see that exactly the same. Because it would be episode seven, wouldn't it? So it was, which one's Kylo Ren? He's the the young the guy played by Driver. Oh yes, I know. Yes, what's his face? Yeah, Driver. Seven. John. John. Trevor. Oh, Mickey. I don't Mini. know. Mini Driver. Man, <laughs> right. Two alternatives. I want to see exactly the same film, but Mini Driver plays Kylo Ren. Yeah. I want to see the exact same film as episode seven, but uh, Kylo Ren refers to Han Solo and Princess Leia as. Uh, me, Ma, and Poopa, or all, all the way through. Yeah. So it's exactly the same. But whenever when they're like, "You can't do this," you're killing people, and he's like, "Me, Ma," like that would be fun. Yeah, you could dub that version quite I could, easily, couldn't I? I can do it. Adam Driver, that's his name. Oh, got there. He looks yeah. like a cat, a sexy cat. <laughs> he does. Okay. I guess I'm going to take your word for it. Look him up. I'm looking him up right now. Okay. Simon, have yeah. I ever asked you the question that if you could have sex with any animal, what animal would you have sex with? I think with? I don't you like possibly this have. What? Why? What's wrong with that question? Creepy and weird. I, it's just like I want to know what personality of lover Simon likes. That's basically yeah, what it is. I, w- I would go with human. Okay, um, fair. I, I'm surprised See, that most people don't. Lovers. You can't pick human. I can't pick human. No, except for humans. Australopithecine. <laughs> He's trying to find the closest yeah. common relative. I don't know what that is. Is it some type of monkey? It's, <laughs> it's like it's a, a, a common, ans- a recent ancestor of the human. Oh, okay. Homo, homo erectus would probably be closer <laughs> and in some ways more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> get it? Erectus. Erectus. Get it? Did everyone get it? Yeah, got erectus. it. Well, I got it. It was my joke, so I don't need to say See, that look, I got it. He looks like a cat. What? I mean, half of those are pictures of a cat. Yeah. Let's have a look. He looks like oh a cat. Oh my God, he really does. He's got a cat face. Cat face. He's got a big cat I mean, face. Yeah. Look it up, there's guys. A, a just Google Adam Driver looks like But also a cat. what they've done there is they've just found a, pi- a cat that looks like Adam Driver and put it next to a <laughs> yeah, picture of Adam Driver yeah. and said, doesn't Adam Driver look like a cat? I you really, can do that with anybody. I'm <laughs> like, really like living this. for the Twitter threads at the moment of like celebrities that look like, like lampshades or candlesticks or something. Like I'm really enjoying that. What? Have you not seen it? Okay, we won't do it. We won't oh, go I've too much that, into yeah. it because it's a very auditory format that we're working with here. But... There's a really great thing going around on Twitter at the moment of having threads of celebrities, celebrities who look like inanimate objects. I was quite pleased with that info that I wrote that you used today. I needed a cartoon character that uh, you look like. <laughs> and I was quite Pumba. pleased with Pumba. Yeah. I think I just, if he's like any I think if he's like any cartoon character, I think it's Pumba yeah. as well. I just I did a Google image search for red cartoon characters and Pumba came up and I was like, Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> This is an outrage. When he was a young warthog. I won't hear it. More so now you've got rid of the beard, actually. If I look like any cartoon character, it's... It's... Dick Dastardly. (laughs) Muttley. Muttley. (laughs) Yeah, sort of a cross. You do look a bit like Dick Dastardly, actually. It's, um... I can't. I couldn't. I wish I'd had a good answer, man. I really set myself up for a really good one. There. I feel Prince like, charming, Prince Snow charming. White. Yeah, I, I feel like you're like one of Homer's friends from The Simpsons, Len. What are they called? Carl Lenny and, Lenny. and Carl, Carl and Lenny. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like if you were any cartoon character, you'd be one of those guys. What okay. would I be? Uh, I don't know. 
Jessica so, Rabbit. We, we could be about to see Thank the end you. of this engagement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a, uh, a fancy dress party once dressed as Meg Griffin, which went quite well because yeah. I had short, shorter dark hair at the time. Yeah. Um, and I got uh, an old pair of like pink beach shorts and made them into a, a beanie. I don't like Family Guy. I've never I, seen it. I I did at the time, yeah, not I so did. much anymore. I loved it for for. I think I had like the first eight series on. Yeah, DVD same. I had the first ten, and I gave them to the charity shop. Yeah, and then I was like, "This is very bad now." <laughs> I've never seen it. I've got the tiny socks, right? Um, of course. Is that a Christmas present? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, that makes Great. sense. Great, good, perfect. I just don't. I just think it. Along really, with the Lynx Africa box set. Yeah, nice. It really like deteriorated into gross rape jokes yeah spotted it a got, few of those I can't very... I can't comment on that but they do keep my feet warm <laughs> uh, they're, <laughs> they're good, good quality socks bad, bad comedy good socks yeah <laughs> I went to a, a, a stand up gig in uh, Edinburgh funnily enough uh, last August and it was a comedy in Edinburgh uh, in I know I know mm. um, and it was three guys just three dudes in a you know basement room doing uh, 15, set, 15 minutes each and uh, the guy who hosted the night was really nice and he was Welsh actually so we were talking quite a lot uh, he was from Pontypool not too far from where a lot of my family live and we were talking and he was really nice and really welcoming and like oh come in and sit down it was like sort of like a late night you know like midnight comedy show so we we went in and then he was on uh, so a guy was on and he was pretty good um, if just a little green and then the second guy came on and he was like rape ha 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 cancer ha 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 and I was just sat there like like okay great absolutely not and he actually had the audacity to point me out and be like it's a joke like right in my face oh, kind good. of thing yeah, yeah. so that I just stood up and defense. so I yeah so I stood up and walked out and it felt really good I really enjoyed nice. it nice yeah and I sent a message to the organiser afterwards saying like you were really nice but don't ever book that guy ever again um, also the guy I can't remember the name of the comedian but he was Portuguese and I found him on Twitter afterwards and uh, one of the ladies that runs Funny Women Mariana mm. is Portuguese so I sent her that saying do you know this guy and she was like yes and in Portuguese his first tweet is defending another comedian who's recently had sexual assault allegations made against oh, him oh he sounds like a treat I was like great he does yep so don't go see that guy okay yep, just don't go some... to see any Portuguese comedian just in case <laughs> so you can figure guy. out who it is yeah. yeah I'll find his name and I'll tell the next podcast mm, my, my, that, that might be a bit libelous why because it's public and it's bad publicity but it literally happened no i know libel is usually if it's not true isn't it that's defamation that's defamation i don't know anyway i don't know you have to be a bit previous to you don't you or wait till he's dead and then do it then then reveal it <laughs> you can say anything after people are dead yeah do what you want shakespeare's a twat it certainly is shakespeare <laughs> what, what a dickhead dead bastard yeah i mean he was a bit he sort of <laughs> abandoned his wife in stratford went to london and i think did he yeah what a pernus I mean, he didn't completely abandon her, but he he didn't see her much. He I didn't think. have. He had two kids, didn't he? I think one of their kids died. Yes. And then he fucking abandoned his wife. What um, penis? Yeah, and then I think had a lot of extramarital relationships, probably. Well, he was like but, he was like the Justin Bieber of the fifties. Well, exactly. So, yeah. You know, he was like getting that lot of offers. Ye oldie pussy everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just said ye oldie pussy. Yeah. Oh God. That's. I don't we need to stop recording this podcast on a Sunday when I'm extremely tired <laughs> and have no filter. That's okay. No inhibition. It makes filter. for good content. Mm. Good tent. All right. I'll believe You've you. Got to get that tent. You certainly have. Yeah. You got to remember that, kids. Get the tent. Get that tent. Get that tent. It's a, it's a discussion that comes up. Is like people ask you, "How do I start a podcast?" You just do it. 
I know it sounds reductive, but yeah. you literally just do it. Like that's all there is to it. I mean, that's how you start most things. Exactly. Really. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm very bad at motivating myself and things, but and to yeah. Annie. Enter Annie. But yeah. you literally just, just made him like, a little timetable to stick on the back of the yeah. Just do it, then get into a relationship with someone who's good at promoting things. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that, the promotion for my Brighton Fringe show is incredibly behind. And it will have it will have finished by the time this episode goes out. So Yeah. Oh yeah, fingers we'll crossed. Just, just finished. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um Wine or cheese? Cheese. You are uh, at a church fate um in the middle of rural uh Gloucestershire. Yeah. Um, there is a, a sausage roll stall yeah. and a, a chutney stall and a cheese stall. Yeah. Um, behind each stall is an equally uh, are, are women of um, uh, gradually ascending age. In that order, okay. Sausage roll, chutney, cheese. I I go to the chutney st- stand. The woman in the chutney stand um, is absolutely furious with you because she thinks that you've gone with her because she's a safe option. But she wants to let you know that she's actually completely fierce and badass. She pulls out two large machetes and chops your head off. God you have it. lost wine or cheese. This is the game wine or cheese. Right. I I would have gone to the sausage roll stand. Well, you can do wine or cheese on Simon now. Wine or cheese. Uh, cheese. Uh, you are trapped in an elevator um at the on the in the basement floor of a 200 floor building it's slowly filling up with water there is a bottle of wine next to you and a sharp knife what do you do um i mean i didn't entirely listen to that in an elevator right <laughs> yeah i use the knife yep. to um jig the door open yep I climb out and climb up the shaft to safety. As you open the door, yeah. you realise that the entire basement floor is full of sharks. You get eaten by a shark, you have lost wine or cheese. Uh, Could I not defend myself with my knife? <laughs> you try to, but you're, you're immediately eaten, eaten by sharks. Uh, Do you mean? Uh, wine or cheese? Wine. Um, you are um, driving your car down the M6 mm-hmm. and you realise your brake doesn't work anymore. <laughs> um you you look around uh, trying to find things to help your situation. Yep. There is half a bottle of red wine in the glove compartment. <laughs> and there is only, only one other car on the motorway in the lane next to you. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get the guy's attention, but he's not uh, spotting you. Okay. What do you do? I pull over and pull out my phone to call the AA. Uh, you you can't pull over because your brake doesn't work. <laughs> this is exactly the problem that you have. Um, I cr- I try and gently crash my car into a soft verge to call the AA. Uh, you do this, but you are going at seventy five miles an hour and you die immediately. You've lost wine or cheese. It's a tough game, isn't it? It's a tough game. Yeah. It's a really it's hard game. It's really hard. Yeah. Uh, props to YouTube channel Hat Films for coming up with wine or cheese. We love wine or cheese. Uh, We're actually playing wine or cheese in a lot of our engagement photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. They're like, just have a nice time and chill out. It's like, should we play wine or cheese? Like, yep. yep. Okay. Uh, it's a good game. So I think uh, wine or cheese draws draws uh, events to a close. Classic. Wine or cheese finishing off the night. Um, has anyone got anything to plug, Simon? Uh, well, I think this is going out on the 20th of May. Yes, um, that is the plan. So uh, Blah Blah Land at the Fringe, yep. um, as tonight? featured in the... Um, in the in the Argus, yes, tonight and tomorrow night, mm-hmm. um, tickets are selling very well. So when this goes out, it will almost certainly be sold out. Um, but there are sort of a few tickets held back for press or whatever. So oh, okay. if they're not all taken, we might release a couple of extra tickets. So it's possible. 
possible they're possible you can get Waiting in. on them sweet cancellations yeah and last minute dropouts so uh, it's an excellent show and i highly recommend if you can't see it at the fringe you try and see it somewhere else yeah i'm sure it will come back yes um what else have i got to plug there's a scoops around that time i don't know what date that is probably next friday whatever probably yeah. i don't know what day this goes out on last but friday yeah. of may we'll yeah probably last friday did. of may um and then i don't know after that there'll be some things in june i expect yep um so just come to those. keep keep uh, f- you've got a facebook and twitter and things. yeah tea and toast uh yeah it's on facebook it's on twitter it's on instagram um, I don't remember what they're called, but if you search for tea and toast, you'll this. either find that or you'll find actual tea and toast. Yeah, um, there is a hashtag tea and toast because you, you, one of you, one of your shows, like one of your pictures, had hashtag tea and toast. Yeah. So I was like, follow this hashtag, and it is just pictures of yeah. people, amazing <laughs> people's tea and toast. Uh, nothing that you want to plug? Um, nothing coming up. No, we okay. so um, we just want to plug the podcast, plug, don't we? Plug the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your mum. If you can, maybe don't, don't tell your mum. Maybe maybe don't tell your mum. Your mum. Your mum might like it, but... Depends what kind of mum she is. Yeah. Your mum would like it. My mum would like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think she might be biased because her son is on it. Yeah. Well, I think my mum tried to listen to one that I was on, but it oh. confused her. Well, Just how to do it and what a podcast is. And... Yeah. Don't forget, if you uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, then you could be in with a chance of winning a exclusive limited edition contrived and insufferable t-shirt despite mm. designed by a friend of the podcast, Simon Goodway. I'm currently wearing what mine What do they right have now. to do now that Simon Goodway's been mentioned? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, destroy a village uh, or something. Destroy a village. Burn, burn, yeah. down, a, yeah. burn down a village. Yeah. yeah, burn down a village. I'm currently wearing mine at the moment. It's extremely comfortable, very yeah. soft. Um, and uh, if you leave us a really nice five-star review on iTunes, then we're going to put your name automatically into a little drawer. And then names will be randomly selected out of said drawer at a time that we have not yet determined. Yep. And then whoever's drawn out of that uh, little bucket will win one of our T-shirts. I think we've got three Three, three left. Yeah. The guests get a free T-shirt. Uh, you get a badge. You get a badge, Simon. It's like a blue Peter badge. Yeah, yeah. So the what? This gets me into museums for free. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, most museums are free. Yeah, rock up Pussy to you go, <laughs> go up to the uh, British Science Museum yeah. or the Natural History Museum. You can just walk straight in. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, and the li- all the libraries. All libraries. You yeah. can just wow. walk into a library now. I'll take advantage of that. So, yeah. And a, cool. a, a swimming pool, a dump. Pick up as many books as you want and just walk out. You don't have to check them out. Amazing. Just, just walk straight I'll, I'll out. I'll do that. Yeah. I thought maybe like your most popular guest and also the one that designed the t-shirt could get a free t-shirt. Yeah, maybe you can. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get some. <laughs> How do we, we edit when we're not in a scene? <laughs> get out. <laughs> and edit. Well, thank you for listening to Contriving Insufferable. I've been your host, Sam Ray. My co-host was Annie Harris. Thanks very much. And the guest today was Simon Goodway. Yes, it was. It was. That's me. That's him. He's over there. Buddy is uh, officially fast asleep on the floor now. Buddy is asleep. The dog is asleep. Uh, we are going to have a quiet evening of working, I think. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go. Well, oh, what time Piku is Miku. it? Because I'm 4.30. Now. 4.30. So I've got to be at the Comedia. For, I'm doing another show tonight at the Comedia. No point in plugging that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've got to be there in two hours. So... Um, I don't know. I feel like I should go and have another go at fixing my computer, but yeah. I won't get far hang in two out hours. Here, have something to eat. I could do that. Yeah, you're more than welcome to hang out, watch some TV with us or something. I'll, I'll see what food is on offer. What a lovely <laughs> evening we're planning. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Contriving Insufferable. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.